0: Welcome to Around the NBA with Chris and Eric. I'm Blazer Wind and Rip City 2's Chris Craig.
1: And I'm Anacortes Washington's Eric Milligan. Bring the Sonics back to Seattle. No, Cedro Woolley, which is where I work. Cedro Woolley Washington.
0: <laughs> the Cedro
1: Woolley Sonics. I'll go to every game.
0: Well, there may be a new NBA team coming to a town near you, Eric, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Oh, my God! First, it's episode number 13, Season yes. 3.
1: Season 3, episode
0: 13. And here we go. The Blazers 10 games into the season. Yes. We have news highlights for you. We have uh, Street Finder, of course, your questions. So here we go. All uh, right. So several players. A lot of news. And... Too
1: many people getting hurt is what I'm hearing. Yeah.
0: yeah, we're going to get to that. Uh, okay. First, uh, several players and coaches responded to the attack at Capitol Hill on Wednesday last week. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't like to get too political here but uh, this is something big that happened and you know, the players are talking about it so we wanted to let you know what their response was uh, several players including Paul George and Marcus Morris wanted the NBA to shut down after the police officer who shot Jacob Blake was not charged and the, and, uh, the Capitol building was stormed uh, by rioters uh, Doc Rivers said it's pretty disturbing, obviously sad But what it is not is, I keep hearing, this attack on democracy, it's not. Democracy will prevail, it always does. It shows a lot though, when you saw the protests in the summer, you saw the riots from more police and National Guard and Army, and you see this and you saw nothing. It basically proves a point about a privileged life in a lot of ways. I'll say it because I don't think a lot of people want to. Could you imagine today if those were all black people storming the Capitol, and what it would have happened? So that to me is a picture that's worth a thousand words for all of us to see and probably something for us to reckon with again. No police dogs turned on people, no billy clubs hitting people, people peacefully being escorted out of the Capitol. So it shows you that you can disperse the crowd peacefully, I guess, would be the one thing. But it's a sad day in a lot of ways. Not good for our country. More across the borders, the people see this, but it's part of what we are, and so we have to solve it. NBA, MBPA Director Michelle Roberts expressed upset over the double standard of how far-right protesters who broke into the Capitol were treated compared to Black Lives Matters protesters this summer.
1: I believe they said there were five times as many arrests per person in the Black yes. Lives Matter protest right. than there was yes. in the, the Capitol yeah, protests. Yeah, there was only like
0: 52 out of the thousands that were there. There were only 52 arrests. That's crazy. So far, what I've heard. Uh Rebron James says we live in two Americas and a prime example of that was yesterday. If you don't understand or see that, then you need to take a step back. Not just one step, but four or five or even ten steps backward. How do you want your kids or grandkids to live in this beautiful country? Yesterday was not it. I couldn't help but to wonder if those were my kind storming the capital, what would have been the outcome? We all know what would have happened if anyone got even got close, let alone storm or get into those offices. Uh, multiple teams, uh, including Miami and Milwaukee, knelt in protest of Jacob Blake's, uh, the officer who shot Jacob Blake going free, and the Capitol building uh, riots. Uh, several teams, including Milwaukee, thought about not playing, but ultimately decided to do so despite the events. Uh, the Bucks released a statement after the officer who shot Jacob Blake was not charged. They said, The Bucks organization remains firmly against excessive use of force by law enforcement. This past year shed light on the ongoing racial injustices facing our African American and other marginalized communities. Reoccurring instances of excessive use of force and immediate escalation when engaging the black community must stop. We will continue to work to enact policy change so these incidents no longer exist. As an organization, we remain strongly committed to address issues of social injustice and anti-racism and to make meaningful change for African Americans. And all marginalized members of our community. I think they're making a
1: difference. I mean the whole fact making the uh, turning the NBA arenas into voting centers. The big states Biden needs to win to win for Biden and Harris to win the presidency and the vice presidency was Wisconsin and Pennsylvania and Michigan. And And all those
0: arenas were open. Yeah.
1: Yes, Milwaukee, Detroit, Philadelphia, and then Atlanta and even CJ was, you know, uh, going to bat for the, the Democrats running for Senate in Georgia last week. And, uh, um, yeah. No, it, I think the NBA has made a big difference. They, they've uh, yeah. they've really made a difference. I, I, I'm not sure Biden would have won if it weren't for the NBA. I believe that.
0: Yeah. And I just want to say, uh the sad day last week. I just... Uh, my thoughts are with the families of those who passed, um, the officer who died during the the, the riots. Um, mm. It's a very sad day. I hope that we can heal from it. Yes. All right. Yes. So, uh, moving on. Uh, Markel Foltz is out for the season after tearing his ACL on his left knee Wednesday against the Cavs. I felt really bad for him when I
1: heard that. Yeah, him too.
0: And Thomas Bryant tore his—I think it was his right um, knee—against the Heat on Saturday. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's—I, you know, we're not even a month into the season, and I've already counted like five or six ACL tears.
1: Well, and then Bob Donovich—he broke his knee. He was fractured. Yeah. And then, of course, we already had Spencer Dinwiddie.
0: Right. So, John ja
1: When's John ja Morant coming
0: back? Uh, he's probably going to be back in February. It's end of February. Sometime. Oh, okay.
1: So at least he comes back.
0: Maybe the beginning of March, he'll be back. Yeah.
1: Right.
0: So, um, too many injuries. So yeah, there's, there's, yeah, there's just so many injuries, and you have to wonder if it has to do with... The, you know, players coming back before they were ready or, you know... I don't so know, but... After last season. I
1: know, it's not like any of them were from the Heat and the Lakers who actually had to play till October. That's true. Uh, um, uh, Markel Fultz played his last game in August for Orlando, as did um, Thomas Bryant for Washington, so... Yeah, they've had the time off, but it's just unfortunate.
0: Yeah. I gasped when
1: I when I heard about Markel Folks. I gasped because that's just like one of those guys who's had to fight through so much adversity, and he right. finally has it going, and then that happens. That's just yeah, rough. And they, you
0: Yeah, know, and they let, you know, and D.J. Augustine walked away this summer to Milwaukee, so they don't have, I don't know who they're going to put in a guard down. Well,
1: they have that rookie, um, Cole Anthony.
0: Oh, Cole Anthony, I guess he's going to be their starting point guard now. It's yeah. It's
1: crazy. And who knows, maybe he turns out to be really good and Markel's starting position isn't there for him when out. he gets back. Yeah.
0: Maybe this will be a blessing in disguise. <laughs> yes. i get Cole Anthony will break out. We'll see. Yeah.
1: Cole uh, Hinton. Seattle
0: and Mayor Anthony. Jenny Durham says she has spoken with NBA Commissioner Adam Silver and is very optimistic about an expansion franchise in Seattle to replace the Sonics. Yes. Who left the, the Oklahoma City... Uh, Many years ago now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we might have another team soon back up in Seattle. Sounds like it.
1: They're going to have two happening. teams. The other team will probably be in Vegas.
0: We're going to do two expansion teams. That's what yeah, I hear. Yeah, Vegas. I've heard. Yeah, I've It's heard a great Vegas. way
1: to bring money yeah. into the league because you'd probably sell those two teams for about $5 billion total. So it would right. be like a big influx of cash right into the league when they really need it. Right. When do you think something like this is going down? Is this going down for next season or the season after? or
0: Maybe. How, uh, how, know, how far in advance the do season. they have to know? Well, I mean, there's probably a lot of paperwork, a lot of, uh, you know, they got to put together the, the group of people who are going to buy it. It's likely not going to be one person. It's going to be a, a group of people mm-hmm. with minority owners and, you know, and a majority owner and, we are all minority owners, and uh, you know they'll all have a little piece of the pie I mean, rather than one big owner like, say, Jody Allen. Um
1: hmm Well, they'll have to do an expansion draft, and which which players do each team keep? I
0: know. So we'll have to figure out which which do we protect, and yeah. that's going to be. And it'll Maybe. be more than, you know, if it's two teams, that's more, you know, that's double the players, double the fund. Yeah. They're going to be leaving, so dang. Yeah. Yeah. And then i guess does that mean in the following draft does that mean teams get more players or do they just get to sign more players right something Regents like
1: that yeah. yeah 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 uh, so uh,
0: i'm sure it'll probably be a couple seasons before we see them i mean but maybe they might want to do a quicker you know sooner rather than later the hurting, i think they the want the money i think they want the money yeah so we might see this next summer who knows crazy You know what? Next offseason. Maybe I should just
1: write an email to Adam Silver, my best friend. (laughs) Are you ready for this?
0: Yeah, I heard heard you wrote a second email.
1: Exactly. Back um, when the season went on pause in March, I was all worried that when it came back there wouldn't be a fair, like Lillard was as well, that there wouldn't be a fair um, pathway to the playoffs for the Blazers, that they'd come back and just start with the standings as they were. Or that they'd come back and not let there be enough games for us to come back. And he emailed me back and said, you know, we're working on it, You know, every option. And we're trying to figure out. And thanks for being a fan of the, 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 the league. Well, I was getting really frustrated with something whenever I looked at the standings on NBA.com and the NBA app. So I wrote this email. To Adam Silver, to asilver at nba.com. I said, hi, Adam. Something's driving me crazy. The standings on the NBA app have a line after the eighth place team in each conference, as if to note that the top eight teams make the playoffs. But with the new play-in rule, only six are guaranteed spots at the end of the season. I recommend they put a line below sixth and then below 10th to signify the teams that currently are in the play-in spots. Please consider this change. It makes more sense and educates the casual fans that don't know about the new rule. Thanks. You're a great commish, and I love this game. Well, this afternoon, I got an email back from Adam Silver. Um, It took four days to get back to me. That was on the 6th, and he emailed me today, January 10th, and he wrote, Dear Eric, thank you for sharing your suggestion. To update the standings on the NBA app to indicate the teams that would participate in the play-in tournament, it's a terrific wow. idea, and we're in the process of making the changes you recommended. Thanks again for taking the time to reach out and for being. He said thanks again. I just didn't even realize that. He said thanks again. Yeah. Is he like referring to the last time I he's I referring to him? the last
0: one? Yeah, he remembers, I guess. Yeah, because wow. thank
1: you. Or is it just because the first thing he says is thank you for sharing. But he says, thanks again for taking Uh, the time to reach out and for being such a passionate fan of the game. I hope you're enjoying the season. Sincerely, Adam.
0: Wow, there you go. He's actually going to implement your idea. Well, let's see.
1: I'm going to go to NBA.com right now and see if they've done anything. I didn't see it last time I looked. They haven't done anything on NBA.com yet. How long does it take to make this change?
0: I don't know. I haven't checked the and app, but i are going to talk about how to best NBA.com. do it, and then they got to get the guy to do it. And right, just Keep your eyes keep your eyes pilfered on NBA.com to see if they adjust the uh, layout of the standings to include teams that are within the play-in bracket.
1: Maybe they'll do it tomorrow. Tonight, today's a Sunday, maybe. so maybe they'll do it yeah.
0: tomorrow. Yeah, during the week, during the work week. So we'll see. if yeah. cool. Keep your <laughs> out for that. Yeah. Often, yeah, but you know
1: what this means. You know, my What's husband that? was saying... Well, you should tell them who you are. You know, you should tell them, you know, you've been to all the arenas, you have a podcast, you are on a TV show, etc. And I was like, yeah, I should do that. And you know what? We should get him to be a guest on our podcast.
0: Wouldn't that be yeah, amazing? Do, that would be amazing. I don't know if that's going to happen. That would be amazing.
1: <laughs> I think we should try <laughs> to. I think I should invite him. We'll totally get him online. He'll have to get his audacity out and he'll have to clap with us. One, two, three, clap. Which is how we sync up our recording, and uh, and well, like would, we, we, would you have questions for him if he was a guest on our show?
0: Well, we would have to. <laughs> <laughs>
1: would you would some. you conduct the interview, Chris?
0: Yeah, if you help me come up with the questions, I would. Yeah. Yeah, you can sure. conduct
1: an interview. Well, I don't think it's like out of the out of the possibility yeah, I mean, of possible. getting him on our podcast. Why not? That'd be awesome. Yeah. we Why have an NBA podcast, and uh, we want you to come on. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. So I'll uh, I'll email him back and kind of let him know, you know, what's going on with us and see if we can yeah. get him on. Sounds good. Do you think that would bring more listeners to our podcast?
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Better right? hey,
1: everybody. We got exclusive interview with the commissioner yeah. on around the NBA with Chris and Eric. I'm Blazer Land and Ripsey Two's Chris Craig. <laughs> yes.
0: Hmm. All right. Anyway, <laughs> back to the, back, news. Back to the uh, news. Back to the news. Of the 498 players tested positive since December 30th, or tested since December 30th, four have tested positive for COVID. But uh, we've had some recent COVID uh, positive tests. The entire 76ers team was placed on quarantine in New York after Seth Curry tested positive, and only seven players played against the Sixers on Nugget uh, against the Nuggets.
1: How were those players on Saturday? Have- how, how were there seven players who weren't around Curry enough that they could play?
0: I don't know, but they were, apparently.
1: I didn't understand that at all. I thought they I think it's a lot home. of the
0: uh, the players that don't usually play. <laughs> and so they don't the sit part. near each other? I guess not. Or they just, because they're in the back row and they're not close enough to them where they're, I don't know. They wow. tested the negative. They were able to play. Right. Um. So. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the Knicks have re-signed Taj Gibson. reuniting him with Tom Thibodeau, Thibodeau, who coached him him in Chicago. Yep. Didn't he play in Minnesota,
1: too? Am I making that up?
0: Did he? Did he?
1: I think he did.
0: He might have, actually, yeah.
1: I think I'm looking that up. Taj, I think he followed Tibbs to... uh, Here, I'm looking it up. Uh, What other teams he's played for? Wikipedia. God, he's 35 years old. Almost 36. Yeah, he went to Minnesota. He played for the Bulls, then he played for Oklahoma City briefly. Then he went to Minnesota, and now he's going to the Knicks. I mean, then he went to the Knicks, and now he's re-signing with the Knicks.
0: Wow, there you go. Yep. Uh, Cavs, Darius Garland is out a week with a shoulder sprain and... Uh... Teammate Dante Exum is out for two months. Oh no, calf strain.
1: That's too bad.
0: Kev player out with the calf strain. Calf strain.
1: (laughs) That guy's never been able to really get it together and have enough time on the court to show to realize the potential he showed when he was in in the draft that year.
0: Yeah, it's unfortunate.
1: I know a lot of Um, Blazer fans wanted him on our team.
0: Yeah, I mean, I did back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie underwent successful surgery to repair the ACL in his right knee. He's expected to make a full recovery. A timetable for his return has not yet been set. Um, mm-hmm. Celtics. Celtics. Robert Williams tested positive for COVID. Teammates Tristan Thompson and Grant Williams face a seven-day quarantine for contact tracing. Hmm.
1: How do they do this contact tracing? Are there little people snooping around watching everything?
0: Is that well, basically what the, contact
1: tracing is? Or well, they, is it they're, they're, the, the yeah.
0: bracelets they're wearing? I think it, it's the bracelets they're wearing, and they you know they ask the players who they've been around, and I think the players are, you know, they have no reason to be dishonest about it, I don't think. Right. Unless they're going to the club. But
1: <laughs> I wonder who's in charge of this whole thing. Like, who's uh, in yeah, charge then of then the health and safety? That does that.
0: What? Sure they have a, I'm sure the NBA has a whole team. Right. They yeah. don't that, yeah. Uh well, Ball became the youngest player in NBA history ever to record a triple double Saturday in a win over the Hawks. He finished with twenty four yeah. points. 12 Markel, rebounds and eleven assists.
1: When I saw that, I just thought Mark Hell Foltz's week gets worse. That was one <laughs> cool right. thing in the that was the one cool thing in the record books he had already accomplished. He yeah. was the youngest Take one no to ever get a triple double.
0: Yeah. He did he it off his the, bench taken for the away Sixers, His season's taken Pierre, away.
1: And now Melo has passed it. Or not Melo. Yeah, Love Melo. Love Melo. Melo. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Joe Eagles, Achilles injury, which kept him out Friday against the Bucks, snapped the NBA's active streak of most consecutive games played. He had three hundred and eighty four. I remember back in the day Andre Miller had a big streak like that. Mm-hmm. When he played for the Blazers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not exactly sure. I can't remember what he got up to. I don't remember. But this is the, that was the active streak, so now it's out and it's starting over. Not sure who has it now. Uh, the NBA G League announced that 18 teams, 17 G League teams, and G League Ignite will all copy the blueprint of the NBA's bubble and play in Florida at Disney World's Wide World Sports Complex starting in February. Okay, hold on.
1: In yep. December 2010, Miller's streak of 632 straight games ended because of a suspension for a game after shoving Clippers player Blake Griffin. So what was the streak?
0: His was only 384.
1: Okay, so Miller's was twice as long. Anyway, you were talking yeah. about the G League?
0: Yeah, so G League will start next, will start next month in February in Disney World at the Wide World Sports Complex. Uh, 17 of the 28 teams will take part and uh, G League Ignite team. And uh, the eight top teams will take part in a single elimination playoffs. Hmm. Cool. Uh, good for the G League. They're getting it going. It's going to happen sometime in February. Uh, Pistons rookie Killian Hayes has suffered a torn labrum in his right hip. His timetable for return is unknown. So many injuries early on in the season. Sucks. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Dwight Howard has moved up to 13th on the all time rebounding list, passing Joaquin Eliza with uh, 3,749 wow. rebounds. Can you, can you name the top 12 all-time rebounders in the NBA? Yes, I can. Are you ready? I'm ready. Will Chamberlain. Number one. Yes? Yep, number one. Bill Russell. Number two. Dennis Rodman. No.
1: Not in the top 12? Karim Abdul-Jabbar. Number three.
0: Moses Malone. Number five. Carl Malone. Number seven. Charles Barkley. Nope. Oh.
1: Ben Wallace. Nope. Um, let me think. Who else... I played a lot. Um Well I was shocked that Dennis Rodman wasn't there. It kind of threw me off. Um Robert Parrish?
0: Yes, yeah, number eight.
1: Kevin McHale? Uh no. Horace Grant? No. Um Patrick Ewing? No. David Robinson? No. Tim Duncan?
0: Tim Duncan, number six.
1: Um, Dirk Nowitzki? No. Um, Dikembe
0: Mutombo? No. I don't know that. So number, you have number four, number 10, number 11, and number 12. And you're going to have to think further back.
1: i got to think farther back. Yeah. Um. George Mikan, is that far back enough? Uh,
0: maybe, not him, no.
1: Oh, not him. Oh, maybe even though. Uh, Willis Reed? <laughs> no. Bob Pettit? No. Um, Wes Unseld?
0: That's number 12.
1: Oh, nice. Um, um, I don't know. I don't always time sitting here so, going, Uh, you tell so, me.
0: So number four is Elvin Hayes. Okay. Number ten is Nate Thurmond. Okay. Number number eleven is Walt Bellamy.
1: Got it. Okay.
0: All right. I was surprised.
1: I was surprised Charles Barkley and Dennis Rodman weren't there. Maybe they didn't play. Yeah, when you
0: said Dennis Rodman, I was like, whoa, he's not on here. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Maybe they didn't play enough years or something. I don't know.
0: Maybe, Maybe. Yeah. So there you go. Your all time. Who was number NBA. one?
1: Will Chamberlain was number
0: one. bolt to bolt Stilt, man. Yeah. It's right. one of only two to get the 20,000.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, all right. The Toronto Raptors, who are playing in Tampa Bay and were allowing fans in the arena, will no longer do so for the foreseeable future after COVID outbreaks in Florida have again worsened. So they will play without fans for the time being. Uh, like you said earlier, Bogdan Bogdanovich suffered a left knee fracture Saturday versus Charlotte. He will be out indefinitely. They're trying to figure out how to, you know, tr- different treatments to figure out which one is the best and, and get his knee back to where it needs to be. But that's that's tough. You know, just traded to Atlanta this, just before the season. And, man, that's that's a tough break for Atlanta. They're already without, you know, Danilo Gallinari also got injured. We're just suffering some injuries over there and stuff. Mm-hmm. Looks like they were going to have a really good season and I might might be hurt. The prospect of that might be hurt now. Uh, Christoph Porzingis has been upgraded to questionable and may be able to play as soon as Monday. Wow! Right. Good for yeah. the Mavs! Yeah, so he'll be back soon. That's great so news. For them. Yes. That's uh, reverse that injury our, news. Yes, there you go. That is all of our news uh, on the highlights. Monday, Uh Orlando beat Cleveland 103-83, Philly beat Charlotte 118-101. The Knicks beat Atlanta 113-108, Miami beat the Thunder 118-90. Boston beat Toronto 126-114, 23 points from rookie Peyton Pritchard. Uh, Dallas beat Houston 113-100, Milwaukee 125-115 over Detroit. Indiana 118-116, their game uh, Golden State beat the Kings 137 mm-hmm. uh, Tuesday, the Nets beat the Jazz 130-96, the Lakers beat barely beat Memphis without Ja Morant 94 Uh Denver beat Minnesota 123-116, Sac beat the Clippers 116-113. The Clippers are weird this year. They're losing and winning. It's weird. Uh, and in Chicago, beat Clippers the are Blazers.
1: really weird. Did you see what it's happened weird. to them? Was it against I did. the Warriors? The they Warriors, were up uh, by 22 yeah, yes, with three minutes to go in the third quarter. And they yeah, lost. Yeah, they, these big leads, they lost mean. by 10.
0: Yeah. They keep losing big leads, but the Blazers can't talk. They lost a 20 point lead to Chicago.
1: Ah, uh, stop it.
0: They came back in 111, <laughs> 108. The Bulls came back from a 20 plus point deficit to beat the Blazers after Zach Levine hit a Lillard esque three. With about six seconds left to give the Bulls a four point lead. Willard hit a three on the other end. Then White, Kobe White, made two free throws for Chicago, bringing the lead and back three. And Mello Carmelo missed Anthony
1: a missed three-pointer. a
0: game tying three pointer at the buzzer after a fumbled inbounding by the Blazers. Seven bulls and double digits. Kobe White, twenty one points and a career high ten rebounds. Some reason I like to give opponents career highs. Um, Otto Porter Jr. nineteen points, thirteen rebounds. Levine eighteen and nine. Assists. uh McCollum won the Blazers with 26 points, including six threes. Well, we're 24. Are you talking about good, the though.
1: third highest leading scorer in the NBA?
0: I'm talking about the third highest leading scorer in the NBA. CJ McCollum, C. J. McCollum, Dude. Mr. McCollum. Yes. Only. Uh, let's see. Let
1: me see. After today, I might have changed because uh, no, it's uh, Bradley Beal's twenty. 30, Bradley Beal's 35 a game. Number one. Number two is Steph Curry, 28.6 a game both of those guys had 30 had 60 point games obviously right cj mccollum is third 27.9 and zach levine now is fourth 27.7 and then Giannis 27.1 so cj mccollum is not just all-star worthy but he's all nba worthy so far right
0: so these bulls like i was telling you we watched the game against the golden state warriors on Sunday, and I was telling you we were talking about the Bulls being next, and I was telling you it was not going to be an easy game. Despite thinking, you know, these Bulls, like thinking the Bulls from last year, would have been an easy game. I know. Um, I wish the Bulls. The Bulls, had Bulls won have gotten better. Year. They've gotten better, and even the games they've lost, it's been pretty close. I think. I don't know if they've gotten blown out, maybe once, but uh, most of their games have been close, even when they've lost. So I mean, these Bulls are different, and it's not just the Bulls. It's you know, you'll see all several teams, uh, even lower tier teams that are better this year, are going to going to be more of a challenge to teams, and it's going to be harder to get wins. Uh, Wednesday, the Pacers beat the Rockets 114-107. The Magic beat the Cleveland Cavaliers 104-94. The Sixers beat the Wizards 141-136, despite 60 points from Bradley Bill, and he was not happy after that loss. Uh, Charlotte beat Atlanta 102-94. Uh, the Boston Celtics beat Miami 107-105. Peyton Pritchard again, a game winner, tips it in with point with two-tenths of a second left on the clock to win it. He's hit two he's trying, game winners? Well, he, he hit one game winner, and he had a 23-point game against on a, on a Tuesday.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Or Monday against uh, Toronto. So he, he's trying to win rookie of the year, man, but he has some competition, I'll tell you. Uh, New York beat the Jazz 112 100. This is a fluke. They keep winning. Uh, Milwaukee beats Detroit 130 115. The Thunder beats the Pelicans 111 110. The Suns beat the Raptors 123 115. Clippers take out the Warriors 108 101. Sacramento beat Chicago 128 124. Thursday, Dallas went to overtime with Denver 1 124 117. Doncic. A near triple-double, 38 points, 13 assists, 9 rebounds. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets beat the Sixers, 122-109. Uh, the Cavaliers beat the Grizzlies, 94-90. The Spurs beat the Lakers, 118-109. And Portland beats the Minnesota Timberwolves, 135-117. The Blazers dominated the short-handed Catless Timberwolves. Loyola had his best game of the season, 39 points, 7 rebounds, 7 assists, with 7 made threes. McCollum had 20 points. and Nurkic Yeah, he would have scored,
1: if we needed him to, he could have scored like 55 that night. Right,
0: right, he could have. He just didn't have to but, play uh, in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and McComb had 20, and Nurkic, 17.7 rebounds. Finally looking like, something like his old self. He still has some ways to go, but mm-hmm. starting, starting to see the beast return. And I like it. Uh, first pick in the draft, Anthony Edwards, a career-high 26 points. Russell matched him with 26 of his own, but it was not near enough. And the Blazers won. Uh, Friday, uh, the Pistons beat the Suns, 110-105. Celtics beat the Wizards, 116-107. The Thunder beat the Knicks, 101-89. What's going on with the Thunder? They're winning somehow. The Hornets beat the Pelicans, 118-110. The Rockets beat the Magic, Uh, uh, 132-90. The Grizzlies beat Brooklyn, 115-110. Utah over Milwaukee, 131-118. The Warriors over the Clippers, 115-105. The Lakers beat Chicago, barely, 117-115. You hear what I'm talking about with Chicago? Even the mm-hmm. Lakers had trouble. Yep. It's no joke. They're no joke, man.
1: Nope. Uh, they're,
0: hard, they're They're playing to win. They're trying to play to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toronto beat the Kings 144-123, six Raptors in double digits. Uh, Fred Van Vliet, 34 points, seven assists. Chris Boucher, 23 points, 10 rebounds, 22 points for Norman Powell. These Raptors they are trying to turn their uh, – Bad start to the season around here. And uh, we'll see if that that continues. Uh, Denver beat the 76ers 115-103. Philly, this is the game that uh, the Sixers had only seven players. They had eight, but only seven played. No Embiid, no Simmons. Three Sixers played 41 minutes or more. Six of seven were in double digits. They were led by Tyrese Maxey, with 39 points, seven rebounds, and six assists. Man. That young guy's got it. Uh, Dwight Howard 11 points, 11 rebounds. Uh, it wasn't enough. Denver won by 12, led by but they should have won by more. Uh, led by Harris 21 points and Jokic in here uh triple double with 15, 12 and 9. Charlotte beat the Hawks 113-105. The Suns beat Indiana 125-117. Miami over Washington 128-124. The Bucks beat Cleveland 190 The Spurs beat the Timberwolves 125-122. Dallas beat Orlando 112-98. The Blazers beat Sacramento 125-99. The Blazers handled the Kings much like the T-Wolves. Zach tried a late run, but the Blazers' lead was insurmountable. CJ McCollum led the way with 37 points. Lillard finished 17. And Lillard did not have to play in the fourth quarter. Again, he didn't have to play in the fourth quarter. I hope this is a, a pattern that continues. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Save game Uh, time for later. Rest up.
0: Yeah, rest up. It's nice to see it. Yeah, it's very relaxing to. I don't think when is the last time we sat
1: Damian Lillard back to back games in the fourth quarter? I don't think we ever have.
0: I don't think we ever have. Yeah. I can't think of a time that we
1: sat him out for an entire fourth quarter in
0: back to back games. Yeah, I can't either. Um, We don't blow people
1: uh, out in recent history. We don't blow people out very much.
0: We don't. So it's, it's Even if nice it's a see, really crappy back-to-back. team, we usually like, go yes. to
1: the mat with them.
0: Yes. Um, the Boston-Miami game today was postponed because of contact tracing. The Heat did not have the required eight players to be able to play. So that game will be played at a later date. The Jazz beat the Pistons 96-86. The Clippers beat the Bulls 130-127. Again, the Bulls just lose by three. Man, they're they're trying to win. It's not easy. Uh, The Thunder beat the Nets. 119-116. East Thunder, man. It's interesting. Denver over New York, 114-89. The Lakers beat the Rockets, 120-102. Minnesota beats the Spurs, 96-88. Good good win there for Minnesota. The Warriors take out the Raptors, 106-105. Two throws for Damian Lee to win the game uh, Seth, uh excuse me Steph Curry with only 11 points he had a bad shooting night but they still found a way to pull it out yep <clears throat> and they're ahead of us in the standings dang it <laughs> that's yep, it for our we'll, highway we'll tie them yeah. to, uh, tomorrow right that's it for our standings on to streak finder streak Strength,
1: finder. streak finder Street streak finder. finder whose streak finder is it is it your streak finder or no, my no, we're, streak so we're, finder we
0: were going to continue from the last one we were going to do that, uh, at least 10 points and at least 10 turnovers
1: oh that's right thanks for reminding me yeah I, yeah, so I wrote so that the, down
0: I just yeah nice I probably wouldn't remember it either okay
1: so <laughs> we were saying what was it
0: again uh, at least 10 points and at least 10 turnovers at least 10 James Harden James Harden James Harden James Harden James Harden yeah West he's West West been West
1: slowing West down West. by the way. Now that he plays with John Wall, he's not scoring as much.
0: No, he's not. It's hurting it's hurting the Rockets. That's why they've had a tough such a tough start.
1: Yeah. I didn't know who to root for in that Lakers Rockets game. Yeah. I was rooting no for root Rockets, for <laughs> but I was so happy when I was when they lost. Yeah. So I was, like, I was like, come on, yeah, Rockets. That that
0: but one's a win win. That one's a win win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, come on come on come on all right let's go to questions while i look for this
0: all right the first one is uh are the blazers getting their legs underneath them looking like the team we hope to see they've won two games against subpar non-playoff teams yeah where they were three four let's see what happens when they start playing talented teams right we already know
1: they beat the lakers they beat the warriors they beat the, they Lakers, beat the yeah. Rockets. Well, the Rockets haven't been as good this year, but the Rockets played in. Are the Warriors game a
0: talented team? I mean, they don't have Clay Thompson this year. Are, should we consider them a talented top-tier team, or are they haven't just? A
1: They're six and four. They are. They've got you know a two-time MVP, a Defensive Player of the Year award, a number one pick, two number one picks. No, a number one pick and a number two pick. Uh, Ubre had a terrible start to the season, but he's a useful player. And uh, they had some players that were developed last year that are playing well, like Eric Pascal. So um, I don't know. I think they're going to be a playoff team. What do you think?
0: Uh, it's possible. I mean, I think they'll be in the play-in at least. Wow. We'll I mean, who's your six? The Denver Nuggets, who's your six? We'll see in what the happens West? when the Denver Nuggets start coming back up. Um, I think the Lakers, the Clippers, the Blazers, the Nuggets, the Jazz, and the Mavericks.
1: Say that again. I'm sorry. Say that again. I'm, I'm thinking.
0: So the Lakers the, Lakers? The, Clippers, the Lakers, the Clippers, the Blazers, the Mavericks, the Jazz, and the Nuggets.
1: Got it. Yeah, you think the Nuggets will, will rise up?
0: I think they're gonna. They're, they're already starting to rise up.
1: They're at 500 now.
0: Yeah, they're at 5-5 now. They're starting to come the other way here. So I think they're, the Blazers are starting to look like the team that we were hoping to see. Are they all the way there yet? That's the Dre's still saying oh, that. Oh, so they're, they're they're getting there.
1: I think we're on our way. I think we're I think well we're on, on our, way. our way.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I think uh, we're, the, I think the we're development
1: improving. is. CJ McCollum has decided to take twice as many three pointers this year, and it's made him one of the highest scorers in the league, and like the star, yes. the star scorer on our team right now. That's been the right. big difference, and. Uh, Ennis Cantor is an offensive rebounding like machine and shooting a high percentage down low. Um, One thing I'd like to see get better is, unfortunately, Derek Jones Jr., who I love, but he's always going for the superstar dunk and he misses a lot of them. Right. So he might need to stop going for, like, the circus dunk and just lay it in or dunk it in efficiently. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. he's missed he's missed a lot of dunks and he is not shooting well um yeah at the rim at all
0: well he tries to go for the emphatic ones and sometimes he just throws it down too hard but uh yeah you know he's he's getting the, he's getting the uh the alley-oop dunks pretty good
1: yeah he just has to be a little careful he'll get better
0: I think he'll get better at it yeah think, you know I think players are still getting used to each other and they're getting comfortable with each other nothing as the season goes on, he'll make more of those dunks. Right. Um, and speaking of CJ's uh amazing start and his three point shooting, uh, does CJ having such a great start to the year and shooting more threes hurt Damian Lillard?
1: No, no, no. Nothing hurts Damian Lillard. Other people playing <laughs> well helps Damian Lillard. Does it help him? You mean CJ playing
0: well? Does it like is it like is it hurt him, I think what you're saying it as in you know, it seems like CJ is playing so well, and now it's, it, it seemed like Dame was not playing well.
1: Oh, I see CJ what you're saying. So well. Like, does one have I mean, to only play? only one of
0: them could have the ball. Only one of them could no, have the ball. D- one of the... No,
1: he, Dame's not and playing it seems well. like... Dame's missing open shots.
0: And it's just weird. It seems like it's always one or the other playing right. well. It doesn't seem like they ever play well at the same dang time. It, well, they're not exactly
1: playing awful. I mean... They're not,
0: but, if so, but they're not playing... They're if you look, look at the
1: the stats um, uh, but let me see Uh, if you look at the stats I mean they're two of the top 10 scorers in the league I think I think they're the only team that has two top 10 scorers Um, everything's going slow right now I'm trying to do streak finder too
0: Um, Uh, Mike says what's up with Nurkic why does he look so bad this season
1: he looked better last game. They're clearly like he looked better
0: last game, right? Yeah.
1: They're clearly like there was one one of the games we lost, the Bulls game, the Bulls game. We came out like firing threes and we were doing really well, and then Dame like forced it to Nurkic over and over, and Nurkic wasn't playing very well. And Lamar heard uh, the Portland Trailblazer color guy said um, that uh, he was he was Dame was thinking about the long game. He was thinking let's get. Let's get Nurkic's touches. Let's get him involved. That's going to help us in the long run. Right. Okay, so... Yeah, I think it would... For some reason, the longest streak of consecutive games with 10 points and 10 yeah. turnovers. It says, sorry, no results.
0: No results? That's never happened.
1: That's weird.
0: So no one's ever gotten 10, at least 10 points and 10 turnovers. In back-to-back games. In back-to-back games. Can you see if anybody's done it? I count, like... How many players have done that?
1: Yeah, I can do that.
0: So we can have some kind of result? Yeah. While you're doing that, Uh um, next one is, uh, drop a link for the podcast. I'd like to know what you guys think of players' roles throughout the season so far, specifically outside of Dame, CJ Nurk. Where do you think the rotations will fall with Ant showing up? GT is giving us what we want, but I'm focused on the new additions more like Giles. Do we keep DJJ Rocco? 3-4 punch. Canter, same role he had last time in hoods. Come back. Robert. Yeah, what do you think? So... So Nurk's had a rough season. We were talking about that. We didn't finish yeah. answering that question. He, oh, right,
1: right, right, He decided He's going to be fine. He's going to be fine.
0: He's, he's going to be fine. He just went over to Bosnia after, you know, because his grandmother passed away. There's some personal stuff he's dealing with. He went over to spend time with family. He missed the start of the training camp. He wasn't in shape. He's now getting in shape. We're starting to see the Beast come back. We saw it in the last couple games. He's getting better. And I think we'll only see that get better and better as the season goes on so that's nurkic um simons man i love it when he can hit those threes i love it he's doing a little bit better job running the you know, running the four running the second unit but he still there's still some inconsistency there like that's you know this is his third season right so it feels like he should be a little maybe a little further along than he is um i'm loving gary trent junior when he's on, man, like I call him Gary Three Jr. because he just can't mess, man. Right. When he's on, it's just bam, bam, bam. Like the Lakers game, good mess. Yep. Um, yeah, and he's giving it, and it's going to be tough. To By the, the way, season. everybody's I'm getting upset, everybody
1: upset at mellow and Cantor. But is it just me, or do we, like, start playing really better when the two of them come in? Maybe it's a second-half thing. But especially don't. the Chicago Bulls we, game. The Bulls that's game. That's usually when
0: the teams make the run is when no, 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 those two no, 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 guys no. aren't.
1: No, the Bulls game. It was like kind of even, and then Mello and Cantor came in and they ran this lead up to like twenty points.
0: Well, I think, but I think the reason second was half that game work as well in the was because Mello was more aggressive when he was actually hitting shots that game. But and a lot of Sacramento, games, you'll have Melo not hitting shots, and it just doesn't. He just, they just don't pair well together. Like Melo and Giles would be far better.
1: The, maybe in the second half, but in the first half, Dame or CJ Dame sits down. And then Cantor and Mellow come in, and Mello starts hitting every three, and Canter starts grabbing every rebound.
0: And we right. seem to play really well. Well, I love Cantor's, uh work ethic. I mean, he's, he goes up for every rebound, every loose ball. You know, he goes back up with it. He doesn't, like... And there's, like, four guys, four opponents around him, and he just, like, jumps up and grabs it. It's like magnet somehow. Right. and he, He's getting, like... It feels like he's getting 10, 10 offensive rebounds every game. I know that he's not, but it feels that way. And you know, he's and he's you know putting hook shot and you know shots back up, hitting shots. He's always always helping us. Um, I want to see Giles be able to play a little bit more. He's a fantastic player. He did, you know, when we saw him in the preseason and you know flashes in this in the regular season. He's just a fantastic player, kind of like uh, Canter, but even more versatile. He can do more. Mm-hmm. You know he's throwing himself to the floor, getting loose balls, getting rebounds, blocking shots, dunking baskets, hitting threes, doing I don't well know. everything. But Giles I is like in our Giles is in our third string, a,
1: string, and our third string hasn't looked so good.
0: Well, no, it's not because of Giles though. I don't get to the Giles. He's. I think he is. I think. What was the game where we? Why not? What was playing? the game
1: when we were up thirty? Was it the Minnesota game? And we put all we put the third string in, which is Giles and. Simons and Ellaby and all of them, and they almost like blew the whole lead.
0: Well, I'll tell you, I think Giles' confidence is being hurt by not being played.
1: Yeah, I think you're not that um, good. And
0: any rotation out there with C.J. Ellaby in it, yeah. with a rookie in it, and with Anthony Simons who's still trying to find his place, I mean, it's okay. not going to be... Great. So I've got some some
1: game finder stuff here about the okay. 10 points and Go 10 ahead. turnovers. Yeah. The last time it was done was actually just uh, a couple weeks ago, Nicole Jokic did it on December 29th. Before right. that, James Harden did it in August and did it bef- the last time it was done before that, he did it in March. So I can't find ones where obviously it said no players done it in back-to-back games, but James Harden has a lot of them. It's mostly James Harden and Russell Westbrook uh, in the last, like, of the last 20, let's say of the last 21, 10 and 10 games, only one, two, three, four of them were not Harden or Westbrook. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Uh, wow, yeah. <laughs> so, what if it's just. Not surprising. Um, what if we just search for back-to-back games of 10 turnovers is that possible
0: sure go ahead
1: let me try that
0: and Um, i want to finish okay yeah yeah, you were saying Uh, so you know do we keep the djj roko three four punch uh you know i mean we could you know i was talking about bringing you know bringing the starting and bringing djj to the bench and Mm -hmm. playing djj with cantor I, th- I do think that might open things up a little bit for the Blazers, especially helps their bench. Um,
1: mm. I don't know.
0: You know, I'm yeah, fine with the way
1: it is. And then we, if we really feel like we need spacing for Damon CJ, we bring in Mello at the end of games. But we start the game with DJ, and if we're in a position where we need defense at the end of games, we stay with DJ. And DJ is been doing he's been doing good with uh right. three pointers, hasn't he? Where's his yeah. Where's his percentage now? It's decent.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure what it is, but I know it's it's, it's better good. than his career uh, average. Better than his career. Uh, but if, if they're gonna keep D J J Rocco in the starting lineup, they need to, they need to involve them more. They need to get them involved more. Yeah, uh, on the court. Um, and they get move. You know, they're to get the team moving more. And get them involved more uh, dunks at the rim for and threes for D J J. More shots for. uh, Roko, get these guys involved. Because, you know, you're seeing them not score. You're, like, scoring six or five points a game, and it's like they're starters. You look at the other three-fours in the league, and uh, it's not, you know, you look at our stats and the stats of other three-fours in the league, and it's not a good comparison. So we need to get these guys more involved.
1: Well, I'm going to look up his uh, three-point percentage real quick. It is... His two point percentage is really bad, which it shouldn't be for someone who just ducks. Yeah, his three point percentage is thirty point four. Two seasons ago he was thirty point eight. Last season he was twenty-eight. So he's getting better. Yeah, yeah. he's get, he's better he's than last year. It's his second best Got season on. from three. So and I think the
0: season's not over yet. Yeah. yeah,
1: and the season's not over yet. Um uh-huh. so I looked for our streak. Right. Sorry, no results. Uh, for some reason Wait, it, no one's got it? 10, no ten, one's ten turnovers. turnovers? I think if you've got 10 turnovers, you scored a lot of points too, and that's why it still doesn't come up. Um, yes. I searched just 10 turnovers. Um, yeah, let me try one more time. Ten turnovers. Should we make it eight just for just to see?
0: Sure, go ahead. Let's and make, make it
1: days. eight. See if that's a lot more.
0: So Streaks. let's see. Here we got two more questions. Okay. Uh, this is also from Bobberty. Uh, he asks says, "I'm digging Mello's role. Will it stay? If he can hit three fades and pull up jumpers, as he's done for the last 18 years, 12 to 15 off the bench is good for his legacy and us."
1: I'm loving Mello. I have no problem with Mello.
0: Yeah, I, you know, I want to see Melo taking more threes, though. I want to see him in that corner more yep. and less iso. Yeah. Because when he's in iso, it does not – it stops the flow of the offense for the Blazers. A lot of the times he gets double-teamed. He takes a shot anyways. He misses. I want to see him in that corner because he can hit those threes. If, he's, if he can swing it, he's open in that corner, it's going to be in most of the time.
1: Okay, here you go. Only three players in the history of the NBA have – gone three straight games with eight or more turnovers those men are Sleepy Floyd Russell Westbrook and James Harden
0: not some, yeah, they
1: gotta be. isn't that amazing
0: Wow Sleepy Floyd huh
1: they just nobody's done back to back games of ten turnovers I guess
0: that's crazy yeah
1: never happened
0: well I guess it'll happen eventually right <laughs>
1: Hopefully not for the (laughs) team that has that player. That's the other thing that's amazing about CJ McCollum right now. Not only is he leading the league, I mean, not only is he third in the league in scoring, he's like not turning the ball over like at all. His yeah, and he's he's
0: averaging more assists this year too.
1: He's averaging five assists and only one point two turnovers per game.
0: That's a darn good ratio, right there. Like
1: it's a very good ratio. Yes, I wonder. Where he ranks in assist to turnover ratio? I don't know how to find that on Basketball Reference.
0: Um, so we have one more question from Al. He asks, "Are we going to see teams like Phoenix, Orlando, uh, the Knicks, and the Thunder start to slide, and better teams start to move up? Is this the start? Is the start of this season with so many lower-tier teams playing well a fluke?"
1: Yeah. Teams like Atlanta and Cleveland and New York um, have to prove it over a whole season. Even Phoenix, which did play well in the bubble and did add, add an ever-aging Chris Paul, um, still have to prove they can do it over over a long period of time. So
0: Right. Phoenix we'll had a really good start last season, too, and it didn't end very well. I mean, they picked it up at the end of the season and jumped into the play-in and played very well in the play-in, but they did kind of have a good start and then they kind of collapse and then they came back but right, right. um yeah i mean we're going to see some of these teams start to fade down like the thunder probably i don't know they're 5 and 4 right they're, they have the same record as we do what they do yeah What In then the thunder have good
1: players Giltz and alexander was like waiting right. for right the they starting. do have good players right. yeah and they have al horford yeah al, al horford yeah they still have yeah. dort they do have some players i've never heard of um who are playing exceptionally well. Yeah. Um, those players are, let's see, uh, Thunder, Thunder, Thunder. There were some that was like, oh, actually, I don't know who that is. Well, Dort, I know, Baisley, I know, Horford, gilgis Alexander, and George Hill, he's good. They got him.
0: Oh, yeah, George Hill, right. But
1: then they've got, well, Hamadou Diallo I've heard of, but I didn't know he scores 25 points in a game, which he did. Well, he's been on their
0: team for three or four years. He just hasn't had. He's just never had a a breakout. Yeah. Now I know he's having a chance.
1: There's Isaiah Roby. Oh yeah, I'd not heard of him. And Theo Maladon, I've heard of him. He had a bad game. Then there's Poku. Is that like the seven-foot shooting guard I keep hearing about?
0: He's a rookie. Yeah.
1: He had a three. Kendrick Williams, I've heard of him. And then they got Moses Brown played for a minute and didn't screw up. He was actually oh, wow. a he was actually a plus 2. A plus 2. In 56 seconds on the on the court. Maybe it was another oh, team. Goodness. There was another team. I was looking at their uh their roster and I was like, "Whoa, I haven't heard of any of these guys." Maybe it was Philadelphia.
0: Philadelphia.
1: They had that game where they couldn't play any of their, their main guys.
0: Right. Yeah, they had a lot of guys that don't usually play. Very end of the bench guys, rookies, uh, two-way players. Point. Yeah, there was
1: that one guy who had a 39-point game.
0: Yeah, Tyrese Maxi, man. Tyrese Maxey, That, that kid is yeah. sharp. Yeah. I mean, if we All were right. going to do a trade with the Sixers, I'd want that kid. Do we have any um, other questions? So to finish this question, uh, we're seeing the better teams that had bad starts, like Denver and Milwaukee, already starting to move up. Yeah. In the standings, already yeah. starting to win more games. And, and as they move up, some teams are going to have to move down, and eventually some of these teams will move down. I mean, when we see the Knicks continue to have a good season, when we continue to see the Orlando have a good season, I don't know without they just lost uh, You know, Martel Fultz. It's going to be tough to keep winning for them. They're probably going to slip. The Thunder, who knows, man. They got a crazy roster of crazy mixed-mass roster, but right. they're, pulling, they're somehow making it work. Right. Phoenix, they got Chris Paul, they got Devin Booker. They're, they're have a great start. Can they sustain it? Right. We'll have to see. They'll have to, like you said, they'll have to prove themselves through this whole season. Right. So we'll keep an eye on that. All right, that's all of our questions and comments. So thank you. Uh, if you'd like to submit questions and comments for the next week's episode, you can throw us a tweet at out with NBA. Or you can uh, go to uh, Around the NBA with Chris and Eric's Facebook page. And you can uh, reply there, or you can go to the uh, Blazers Forum Facebook page and reply there. On Sundays, there's always uh, a post there for your questions and comments, and of course, at repcity2.com, on Sundays there's always a thread there for your comments and questions. We appreciate you listening, and as always, Go Blazers!
1: Go Blazers!